Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Creative Operations Podcast. I'm your host, Nish Patel. I'm so glad you could take a few minutes out of your schedule to listen in today. For our regular listeners, you know that sometimes I'm joined by people working in the creative ops trenches, and sometimes it's just me riffing on how creative operations teams are designing the right combination of people, process, and technology in the pursuit of continuously optimizing the creative production process. Today, it's just yours truly riffing on a topic that I've been hearing a lot more about lately. Actually, it was sort of spurred on based on feedback from my last episode. Our regular listeners will remember in that episode, I was talking about the top 10 creative operations resolutions for 2017. Got a lot of great feedback on that. A couple of you emailed me directly. Thank you very much. Uh, and you could reach out anytime at nish.patel.conceptshare.com. Anyways, getting back to our topic, a couple of you emailed me directly about a topic that I have been hearing more about lately, and maybe it should have made my top 10 list of creative operations resolutions for this year. And that was basically uh, some of you saying that one of your resolutions or goals for this year was getting the CMO to care more about creative operations. Um, you know, some of you were expressing, sometimes in pretty colorful language, that the CMO often doesn't care about or even know about the role of creative operations or what creative operations is doing. Um, that CMO is almost blind to the value that creative operations is currently delivering and has a has a roadmap towards delivering even more value over time. Um, there's certainly some organizations that I've had a chance to meet with where the CMO is very actively involved with the creative operations group. In fact, uh, some of them I know Best Buy is a great example of this. Uh, creative operations definitely has visibility with the CMO. Uh, the CMO there is a big supporter, uh, is actively involved, and uh, has definitely seen the value that the function and that the creative operations team has brought to that organization with respect to the creative production process and marketing uh, in general. But the reality is, is that in most organizations today, creative operations still doesn't have the visibility that it needs. And that's really a function of the fact that creative operations now is still in its early days. It's definitely starting to mature, but as a practice and as a profession, it is not as well established and not as well recognized and known uh, or visible in organizations like other roles, like marketing operations. Um, but part of the role of us in the creative operations community, those especially those of you working in the trenches, is as part of that maturation process is to make sure that creative operations does have more visibility, especially with the executives in the organization and the one executive that you want to make sure is uh, your biggest ally uh, from that C-suite is the CMO or the chief marketing officer. And so how do you get the CMO to really care about what creative operations is doing? Um, you know, I'm going to sort of, um, you know, talk about a couple of things that are sort of generic in nature that probably apply to any organization. But remember, every organization is unique in terms of its its maturity around creative operations, uh, in terms of the market it plays in, the way that marketing operates, um, and just the politics of your organization. So every organization will be a little bit unique. So everything that I'm going to talk about for the next few minutes is sort of generic uh, statements that could probably be applied to every organization, but then you need to figure out how to really adapt it or configure this advice so that it works uh, for your organization's specific set of circumstances. 
Now, the first thing to remember in terms of getting the CMO to really care about creative operations is that, you know, he or she, like any other executive, or quite frankly, any one of us, really cares about, primarily cares about the things that help them succeed. Um, you know, at our core, uh, you know, whether it's a CMO or me or anybody that's listening right now, we really care about driving uh, our own agenda and uh, the things that allow us to be successful. So one of the first things you got to think about is, um, you know, the way that you frame the value of either yourself as a creative operations leader or your creative operations team really uh, try to do it in terms that matter to that CMO. Um, you know, to be clear, I'm not talking about changing what creative operations does, uh, which is, again, optimizing or continuously optimizing the creative production process, but it's really about communicating your value in terms that matter to what the CMO cares about, what she is focused on, what how she views her success within the organization as well. And to those of you that have been listening to this podcast for a while, or, you know, if I've, you've been to one of our creative operations summits, or if you've had me in for one of our, um, you know, full day one-on-one -on -one workshops with your creative ops teams, uh, my answer isn't really going to surprise you. Um, you know, trying to get the CMO to care about it is, uh, it really starts with um, metrics and, you um, you know, it's because metrics really allow you to communicate your value in a universal language. That's numbers. Uh, it's not about using uh, term terminology or spin or anything like that to get the CMO's attention or any of the latest marketing buzzwords. It's really about uh, communicating to that CMO in a way that is universal, again, using metrics so that she can understand the value that you're contributing to her world in a way that she cares about. Um, so what does CMOs care about? Um, remember, the CMO primarily, you know, when she's walking into that meeting with her C-suite peers or having a one-on-one -on -one meeting with the CEO or giving a presentation to the board, uh, the CMO ultimately, for most organizations, is really going to be uh, grilled about things like uh, lead generation, uh, revenue, uh, increasing brand awareness, all those things that marketing or that CMO specifically has always been tied to. Um, and a big factor, as we know today, is that the ability for them to achieve those goals around lead generation, revenue generation, increasing brand awareness is increasingly tied to how well the organization is able to execute on its marketing campaigns. Well, not increasingly tied to, it's always been that. Uh, that's a very obvious statement I'm making. And those of us in the creative operations world know that there is now a direct link between creative operations and marketing execution. If creative operations isn't present, if it isn't functioning well in delivering assets on time and continuously optimizing the process so you can deliver more and more great marketing content and reduce your cost per um uh, piece of content or piece of, uh, or per marketing asset, then that's going to have a direct impact on the organization's ability to execute on the marketing side. You know, how many campaigns are you able to actually launch? How many campaigns get launched on time in marketing windows that matter? Um, so when you think of it that way, where the CMO really cares about those traditional marketing 
metrics for the most part again every organization may have uh, variations of this but for the most part it's about lead generation revenue generation brand awareness and we know that creative operations and the ability to deliver marketing content and assets on time at an increasing velocity and reducing your cost per uh, piece of content or per marketing asset over time has a direct impact on the on campaign and marketing execution so when you think about that, how can we translate that into metrics again, that universal language that the CMO is going to care about? So it's really about coming up with creative operations metrics that have a direct impact on marketing execution. And the ones I think you want to start with, um, again, there's others that I'll get to in a second, but the ones you want to start with is, you know, how often are you delivering uh, pieces of content or marketing assets on time? How many times are they done on spec, i.e. they're not coming back after they've gone out into market with somebody saying, oh, there was a mistake on this, whether it was a copy mistake uh, or maybe the wrong offer or maybe the wrong product image was used on a uh, on a marketing asset. So uh, how many times was the did the asset go through a whole creative production process and come out the other end on spec? It was accurate. Um, and uh, another great metric would be to, um, you know, um, look at your value in terms of increasing uh, capacity or more specifically content and marketing asset capacity over time because that means that you're getting more and more efficient at managing and running the creative production process because your yield or the amount of content and assets you're putting out uh, is increasing. Uh, you know, one closely tied to that is uh, one I'm fond of, uh, just called, uh, think of it as content and asset velocity. You know, how quickly are you able to put these things out? Uh, did last year, did it take you 10 days to put out uh, a piece of uh, a new marketing asset? Um, and maybe it was, you know, 15 days for video assets and two days for a direct mail piece or something like that. Have you been able to bring that down? Because if you can bring that down, that CMO then knows that uh, she's in a better position to better react to changes in the market because they're also living in a world where they're getting, you know, almost real-time instantaneous data of how campaigns are performing. And uh, that basically puts her in a position to, you know, uh, have more information to be able to react to changes in, in market, to information about what's working and what's not working. But her ability to execute on that is going to be entirely dependent on how quickly uh, the creative production process can give her new content and new assets. So that's content and asset velocity. Um, also look at decreasing your cost per asset. Uh, that's a great metric because if you're able to show, you know, last year it was, uh, it cost us X to produce a, uh, a certain type of um, asset, let's say again, a video asset or direct mail asset. And if you could show that you've brought that down by Y percentage, the CMO is going to be translating that into great because now I'm in a position to be able to use the same amount of dollars I got from the CFO and the CEO last year to produce more and more content and more and more assets to fuel more and more campaigns uh, and to be able to better react as we're getting results back from those campaigns that are out there in the market. Um, and then, um, so those are some of the things that, you know, the the basic metrics that allow you to cast or frame the value of creative operations 
in ways that are going to matter to the CMO. Um, and I would say start off with those. Those are the basics. Those allow you to start down this path of getting the CMO to care more about what creative operations is doing. Um, if you're ready to go a little bit further than that, then, you know, maybe you want to start thinking about what is the CMO's big picture? What are their strategic goals for this year in the long term? Uh, and then how can creative operations help them achieve it? I think this is where it starts to get, you know, more complex, more strategic. Um, you know, one thing I've been hearing a lot about in the retail world, especially is, you know, I think most CMOs are really focused on how do we make omnichannel actually work? And for those of you not familiar with the term omnichannel, you know, sort of boiled down to its basics is basically saying, you know, we've got the notion of a customer or a market and we want to market to them, um, in a way that we're aligned across all our channels, whether it's, you know, uh, web, direct mail, um, you know, television, radio, whatever it may be. So think of uh, omni-channel as, you know, you've got your customer or your market in the middle and you've surrounded them with all the channels and all those channels are integrated in terms of, you know, campaigns and messaging and even product images and things like that that are being used across. So you've got messaging consistency. So everything seems uh, to that customer, the market seems like it's coming from, you know, one place. Um, so maybe that's something where if you are in the retail world and your CMO cares about omnichannel, you think about uh, how can you sort of communicate the value that creative operations brings in allowing the organization to better execute on its omnichannel strategy. Uh, is it, you know, a metric, again, it's gotta be a metric, metric around, you know, messaging consistency, metric around, you know, reuse of product images across different campaigns and channels, things like that. So those are a little bit harder to sort of think through, uh, that those will definitely be unique to your organization. What are the sort of the big picture, uh, long-term strategic, uh, goals that your CMO has. Um, and I think, you know, that's sort of a good start. Again, focus on those basic metrics, uh, that allow you to really uh, frame the value of what creative operations naturally does in terms that matter to the CMO uh, when it comes to delivering things on time, on spec, increasing capacity, increasing um, content and asset velocity, and some of those other metrics that I talked about. One of the things that we're um, actually going to be putting out uh, over the next couple of weeks is a piece of content uh, the name of it's going to change right now. I'm just calling it the matrix of metrics. Uh, that sounds like a mouthful and a horrible, horrible, uh, title for now. Uh, but we'll go with it. And, um, you know, what it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a series of creative operations metrics that we're going to sort of list out and define, uh, across various stages of the creative production process. And, uh, one of the things that we're also looking at putting into this matrix of metrics is, um, you know, who cares about these metrics? Is it, you know, just the people on the creative ops team? Is it someone, uh, actually working in the creative services team? So more on the production side, like the folks living in illustrator and final cut pro and tools like that. Uh, and we'll definitely, based on this podcast, uh, which was really sort of kicked off based on feedback from some of you listening, um, is we'll sort of highlight the metrics that your CMO would care about. Uh, and hopefully that'll help you start to frame and talk about creative operations in, 
in terms using those metrics that will get more and more attention from uh, your CMO. So why don't we leave it there? Um, you know, hopefully that's giving you some ideas to think about and talk about internally amongst your creative ops teams. And um, you know, if you have any questions or uh, want to talk more about this, certainly feel free to reach out to me. You can always reach me uh, directly via email, nish.patel at conceptshare.com. Happy to talk about this topic, or if you want me to come in and do, uh, I've been doing a lot of one-on-one uh, -on -one workshops with creative operations teams. They're a half-day or full-day in length uh, with an agenda uh, customized to creative operations topics across people, process, and technology that are unique and specific to the things that you care about that you're trying to uh, do better and address in 2017. And also remember a couple of other things. Uh, we've got a full day, uh, full two-day workshop coming up in San Francisco on May 4th and 5th. Uh, that's being limited to uh, just a couple of uh, dozen companies. Uh, they, there's already a lot of signups for it. There's a few spots left. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to uh, www.creativeoffice.com opsummit.com you could get all the details there and uh, remember if you've got any ideas for topics or questions you want us to dig into like we did today um, this is really your podcast as the listening audience we want to uh, we want to talk about things that you care about so if you've got any ideas uh, certainly drop us a line either at ideas at creativeopshub.com or just go over to the creativeopshub.com and you can start a conversation over there so again, thanks very much for joining us today. And uh, for, remember, for your regular jolt of creative operations caffeine on the way to the office for another day of deadlines, process re-engineering, and hurting resources, be sure to subscribe to this show on iTunes or whatever your favorite podcatcher is. Thanks very much for listening in today.